This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer and I am in the studio today with a returning guest, a returning champion, back to the show. <laughs> with a little less hair. <laughs> <laughs> a little less hair, a little more fan blowing, mm-hmm. no less fabulous. Please welcome back to the show, Gertie Abrera. Hello. The champion. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> you you made it. And mm-hmm. you're here. And I am fabulous, darling. Yes. How are you feeling? I feel fabulous. I, I am fabulous. I just love life right now more than ever. I appreciate it so much mm. more. I I loved seeing you at BravoCon this fall because it felt yeah. like you were, it just feels like you have this like free energy where you're like, you're feeling good. You're not taking things too serious, maybe. Yeah. Like it just is, I feel like it's kind of that infectious energy. Did you feel yeah. like you were kind of like, had like leveled up a little bit this year? A hundred percent. You know, I think that I le- literally just like became so more, much more comfortable with myself Chemo is so symbolic anyway, right? Because it, it it drains all your toxins and your you know your uh, dangerous you know chemicals out of your body, and also I think it just drained all the stress away as well. So that's how I took it. As painful as it was, I was feeling in my head like I was just releasing what no mm. longer serves me, honey. Well, congratulations! Yeah. You shared your cancer free. Yeah. I watched you on Instagram live ring the radiation bell. Oh, you did. I was oh, getting a little emotional. a little misty. I. <laughs> This year, I mean, you have you've been through so much this year. Mm-hmm. We've seen, I mean, I feel like Real Housewives of Miami. Every year, it's somebody going through something, right? Through the the trial of a lifetime, yeah. and it, it it's it's amazing to see, like, to to watch everyone come through these these personal struggles. And I'm, we are the epitome of reality TV for real. Like, we're nothing scripted for sure. It just happens. It just roll, and we're sharing and that's mm. what's happening there i so you were last here mm-hmm. in this exact chair mm-hmm. in february it was the the end of season five the yeah. tail end now we're kind of like we're like getting our toes wet we're a, uh-huh. a few weeks into season six obviously you know things have come in your personal life that you're in a different place but just in terms of the season as a whole how how is this year versus the last two i mean last season i just was you know Passing by, you know, just going about my life with my girls, just not even knowing what what the future was holding for me. And then all of a sudden, you know, March is when the beginning of the diagnosis started all happening and it just became a whirlwind. And then I get diagnosed and I film a week later. Literally. So season six was like the final diagnosis of the invasive tumor happened a week before filming. So you were really like you were still figuring out exactly what it meant for you personally while the cameras are coming back and they're like, hello. (laughs) And it's a slow process. It's like, oh, you have this, but we need to wait for that before we know if you have this too. So everything was like a drip, drip flow. And mind you, while I'm trying to figure out what's happening here, then it's like focusing on the camera. And I never regretted filming what happened with my cancer journey because it is so important to 
bring awareness to show people the real reality of this cancer. And so there was nothing about it that I would regret. It's just that I never thought what would happen on the show, storyline-wise, mm. for others would like would would trigger me in the way it did. And that's where it became just a whole different ball game. I'm like, I thought it was going to be awareness, you know, sharing, and all of a sudden it became a storyline. <laughs> right. And something people always talk about the idea of like a, a personal storyline. Yes. And uh, I mean, sometimes it is a little bit like, oh, I'm doing this, you know, it'll look fun on the sure. show. But when you're going through something like that, it's just you're living your life and the cameras are there. But then when the group kind of yes. takes it in a different direction. Yes. Then that's like that was my blind spot, and that yeah. was that was the the issue for me. It's kind of like, wait, I, how are we here when that was not even supposed to be mm. part of this story of of mine? I was supposed to just kind of show what it was going to be like day to day dealing with this cancer, and now I'm actually someone is making it harder for me to deal with this reality when I literally I'm trying to put emotionally these pieces together, and so at the new Horizontes party. I don't initiate any conversation that are, that is negative. I'm I'm actually like, hey, hey, girls, trying to make it all positive, making it a new horizon, and I get approached with this bombardment of questioning of our stupid, who's the fakest? Why did you call me the fakest? And that's when it starts steamrolling into a whole different direction. I note this: I did not bring it on the show. That whole thing with you know the the, the girl, right? <laughs> she brings it on to me. So that's how it started, and it was never supposed to go that route. Yeah. So. Making it very clear that I didn't bring it onto the show like that. <laughs> you said last time you were here that you weren't sure where you stood with Larsa. I feel like now maybe there's some some clarity. <laughs> well, yeah. you're just gonna have to keep on watching, honestly, because I don't think I ever got a, a an opportunity yet on the show to say why I even called her the fakest. Mm. What what she did to me that I felt was triggering for me to say this is not my friend and we need to reevaluate our friendship. So hopefully it will show itself. If not. We always have the reunion baby, and we definitely have receipts. I'm a party planner. If it didn't happen in writing, it never happened, and I got the receipts. You're scrolling to the bottom of all the pages. <laughs> she should. She should too. Okay, she, she needs to catch up. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology 
technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honeylove honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Talking about that new New Horizons party, Alexia's kind of like, I don't know, olive branch to the world at the beginning of the season. Did you feel, obviously you you had some stuff already that you were going through personally, but with the, in terms of the group, did you feel like with most of the group, you were going to have a good ride this season? Of course. In my my mind, I was like, listen, not only do I need to, you know, let them know, like you guys need to get checked because a lot of the girls in the group hadn't and or haven't. And so I was kind of like, this is great for it to be this woman moment where I feel vulnerable enough and safe enough that I will release this information to them about my journey in the right setting, right timing, because timing is everything. And it would bring us closer together and make things, the petty things fly to the wayside and make bigger things matter more. So that was my intending. Like, I wanted to tell them in a place of like safe zone and I didn't get to do it, darn it. (laughs) Didn't get to do it. TMC Larsa <laughs> came to the rescue. <laughs> Honey. Yes, my friend. Uh, did you feel like aside from aside from the obvious, do you feel like you kind of had that sisterhood this season that you have been a part of in the past and have kind of, you know, every other people have relied on it. Did you feel like you kind of got that in return we're, this year? We're growing so well as a group and individual settings too like you know I had lunch with you know Alexia by myself I, I went on a cruise I took Adriana I was on, a, on the same cruise but then two days later she Adriana left the cruise Julia hops on so there's Julia me time Nicole and I are, are best friends like mm-hmm. it's just kind of like I'm getting to know each of the girls not by buy one get one free like you know Alexia and, and Marisol together as a group now I'm like separating the two making sure I understand who she is Alexia and who she is Marisol individually because then I can actually get to understand their perspective better so individual one-on-ones for me is important and, and I'm doing that actively because I need to know more about you know people that I'm around especially when I feel unsafe with my diagnosis and with the way I was feeling so this was a great season for me bonding with the girls it was really honestly truly mm. for most of the girls. <laughs> yeah, l- yeah. With Alexia, yeah. I know last season you guys had some some ups and downs yeah. and stuff. And it, it does feel like maybe that maybe that's one area where you guys have been able to sort of mm-hmm. come to an understanding and it's it, a little it smoother was, I, sailing. We, we always left, left each other. It's just a matter that we just happened to be planning a party together and, and things <laughs> things didn't happen the way they were supposed to. And then our friendship got in the way because I didn't feel appreciated in the sense. And I just felt also uh, insulted with what she said about my brother and the, the event that I was throwing and so forth. So, I mean, it, it's all in the past, to be honest. And that's what I love about it is that now everyone gets to be 
who they are. And I think last season I kind of snapped and said, hey, no one puts Gertie in the corner. You guys are going to let me speak. So now I definitely am a, a, a big part of, uh, of the group for sure. I'm, I'm heard. Yeah. The, when you were talking about kind of getting to know each person on an individual basis without mm-hmm. kind of those little groupings that we have within the group, because it's a big group. You, yeah. A Nine. lot of people, everybody has their own relationships. I've been thinking about that with Adriana this season and how Marisol and Alexia kind of are shifting a little bit. It feels like Alexia at least has the idea of being open to something. Whereas Marisol, it's like the door is closed. So here's my perspective. Alexia had to be, to me, the biggest beef to have with Adriana because she got triggered with the word Frankie when we were back in the Bahamas. If, if Alexa is able to forgive and see through that and, and pass that, I definitely think that Marisol needs to give that give, give her beef another another slicing because it was, okay, she said, your boyfriend never loved you. He said he called me, whatever it is. But you're not with the boyfriend. You're married and happy. Like, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Nothing to see here, people, you know? Yeah, I feel like Adriana, obviously, like the with Alexia, I, I understood where, sure. where the you know, anger was coming from, but it's like, sometimes Adriana just says stuff. (laughs) She's our little engine that could, you know, Adriana is so special. And that's my girl. I love her. Um, But she does say some things, you know, before thinking. And so, but it's all about forgiveness, right? If she really means it, she says, I'm sorry, don't kick her while she's down. Mm. That's, that's, that's what I, all I was about. You know, I'm like, let's just give her a chance. And she comes from a lot of trauma. Things happen to her and you you saw last season, last episode yeah. where she had this crazy ketamine uh, experience that is insane and sad. I, I talked about, so I couldn't believe when I was watching that, I was expecting it. It's like, oh, like, haha, Adriana's going to go do her, you know. Pick a flower. Drug thing and pick a, yeah, like. Actually, no, it was like, ah, ah, all, all of, of a sudden. sudden. Yeah, it was, it was so impactful. And yes. I think that's kind of, I love the, the sort of like, imagery back, the, and, back forth. and forth mm-hmm. and like housewives great housewives episodes have that where it's like yes. you can be laughing with someone and think that they're goofy and then all of a sudden there's a deeper things get real and you realize that like as a viewer it's like oh i've i've like, been on this journey I with, you, too. with yeah. you and that's the show like our show is not about like oh let's make up that this guy was touching my booty and you know we're gonna make a whole season out of that like a whole allegation mm. stuff our seasons are about real life and in one episode you're gonna cry laugh get angry and all the above but isn't that life yeah we live our days not all happy all day from you know midnight to midnight we literally are like sad and then somebody makes us happy and then we cry because we think about something and it's like this full circle moment all the time every day so that's our show and i think the fans are really speaking out loud to be like hey we're happy you're back on Bravo because you 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 guys are that you know the queens yeah. you know in 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 our own way you know on that same way. episode I I sort of felt that with Kiki too because yes. obviously Kiki we haven't necessarily gotten to see as much of her right. in the last couple of seasons yeah. and when she was kind of opening up about how she felt like she and Larsa had this close friendship and then something shifted yeah and now she's kind of not not getting that connection anymore i think that is so relatable so relatable everybody has been in a friendship or a a relationship where they feel like something Uh shifts and you're not getting what you need and yeah exactly and it's nobody's fault lars is happy with marcus is fine but i mean saying for example you know what i'm happy with my boyfriend and you go find yourself a boyfriend because we're not i'm I'm not in the mood to play play in the player with you anymore right like that you know you're gonna have that test is the friend going to be like, hey, come with us. We'll double, you know, well, you'll be the third wheel or let me make time for you once every month or whatever it is. You you compromise or you're going to have the friend that's like, I don't need you anymore for now. Stand by and I'll be back when I, you know, when, when I'm able to, you know, so that tests Kiki's 
you know, um, feelings as far as like, is this a real, real friend or is she just using me to, you know, just as pastime, for example. Yeah. And I mean, like we've talked about, it's like you never, you never know when it's going to be the time that you really need everyone there around you. And, you know. So do unto others as you want done to you. That's how I live it. Like if, you know, if if I wouldn't like it, if somebody did that, then don't do it to me. That's Mm -hmm. how, that's how we roll. So with me, it's kind of like, how can you do something that you just did to me and say, you know, spread the news to strangers that I don't know? Like the first two people that Larsa says it to are two of her best friends that I have no idea who they are. So would she have liked it if I said, hey, you know, and spread a rumor about her? She would flip out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's just, let's think about that. Do unto others is mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and I could sense that when, when we saw you were with Lisa, when yeah. Lisa was kind of like, hey, Probing I, me. I'm trying to let you know that I know something and I don't want it, it's it puts everybody in a really a verbal gymnastics tough situation yeah, yeah obviously you're going through something that's like up here and then everybody else is kind of like in the middle trying to figure out now can you can I make a note I want the I want the the, the listeners to listen to this <laughs> yeah. The fact that she says my news to all the girls at her, you know, welcome party for a five day, you know, departure from Marcus. Right. So the the party, she says it and then she tells them, oh, and don't tell her that, you know. So she's asking them to keep her secret when she couldn't even keep mine. So that's a two layered issue here. Secondly, I go to this basketball game, getting medical clearance to be able to play because I had my biopsies. You know, I was Mm. going through that whole thing. And then I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to put face happy face don't say anything this is about the charity not about me how am i gonna sit there in the, in the bus hey guys i have cancer let's play ball so i'm being the ch- the champion of like let me reel in the, the the emotions and and be there for her for this even though she did me wrong already but i don't even know this i i'm watching it like the viewers i don't know that she already had told them i'm at the basketball game playing the game and everyone's looking at me like damn that's messed up what's happening to her and i'm like hey guys here's a ball let's do you know how fucked up that is? Right. Do you know how fucked up that is? That's when I found out after at the opera party. Yeah. So that's kind of like, damn. Right. All of them knew already and no one said anything. And she, because they were keeping her secret and loyal to her secret, but she wasn't able to be loyal to my secret. Mm. It wasn't even a secret. It was a timing thing. I wasn't ready. I had just found out the week before. <laughs> right. I mean, we're what, five episodes into this season. Like, it's not that much time has passed. Yeah. Like, you're. You're figuring it out mm-hmm. on your own, too. I thought, okay, I want to read you something. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> so there was a, an event a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, where Larsa was there. And okay. Uh-huh. She, Which one? Which party? The one I was disinvited to? It, it, the, I think it was DirecTV. Kathy. Oh, oh yes. That, that one I attended. I was, I was on the list that time. But there was a pre-party before the mm. Kathy Hill party a little drink party before the, the the kathy hilton's party and i was invited to that and then i guess larsa was in attendance and i was asked not to attend it because she was there mm. so i got disinvited because of larsa mm. yeah i think if is we that did, how like, it works in la la land over there like la, la hollywood gr- if we did like a group poll of everyone listening right now mm-hmm. of like who who should have got the invite i think you would have got the invite yeah well this beverly hills Housewife decided to pick Larsa, I guess. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, so Larsa said that she is a cheerleader for her friends. 
and that she didn't intend to gossip. And she says, I feel like my friends that know me know that I have a great heart and my intentions were only to show her love. I apologize for telling her friends that she was sick. I really was trying to rally the girls around her because she was really erratic for weeks before the show. It was coming from a place of concern. If she doesn't see it for that, it's cool because we're not friends. It is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. <laughs> yeah. She believes it. Amazing. I, I think that... Um, Larsa needs to try to put on a few other hats before she, because I think she likes the hat that she's wearing, which is the, I'm the good friend, I'm the best, and mm. the cheerleader, she's, you know, in her land of beliefs, it's called delusion land, and I'm in mine, and I think that um, it's unanimous that there needs to be a direct apology without the but, without the and, without the because, that's where it is, and there's never been that. It's been a combative thing about me reaching out and pulling the apology from her gut. So that can't, we can't move forward. And because she's not my friend anyway, why are we still talking about this? Mm. You on. just want to enjoy the, the <laughs> opera. The yes! opera night. <laughs> exactly. But I'm not, but I'm quick to put someone in their place when needed to be corrected. So you will see on the next episode that I, I must address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, that, yeah, it's like certain things kind of go above the level of just being like mm -hmm. a little like, you know, Housewives argue. Sure. It's like, no, we got sure. to handle this. And you know, if the, I think that people have mistaken my kindness for weakness. And I never wanted to bring this side of Gertie out, the side that, that literally will put you in your place in three seconds. But you know, I, sometimes when, especially this matters, this matters, and I have to do what I did. And I regret nothing. And it is what it is. So you know what? We're not friends. I definitely, I'm not in a, in a position to talk to her at all. We don't speak to date. And so it is what it is. And we'll see at the reunion what happens. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring mayflowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I want to talk about Lisa's journey a little bit because obviously last season that was kind of the big that was like the biggest thing that was going on of Miami was everything that was happening with her and her and Lenny and I mean still this season it's like every day there's a new article every day there's something else you were a really strong proponent last season of lisa lane of boy did i get taken into a whole other spin of like (laughs) gertie doesn't know what she's talking about what are we doing now lisa leave the house what are we doing now oh my god it's just about you and the kids everything i said then sticks Mm -mm. and when you saw the article about her I don't know. It wasn't even an article. It was a post on Instagram about some physical matters. The reason why I was reacting the way I was in the Bahamas was because of things that I saw. And I was kind of like, wow. And it got me to a place where this is not acceptable. And the reason why you see me snapping is like, stay in. This is all about you. Don't even worry about him, you and your kids. And now it's revealed that she's claiming that there has been some more than just verbal abuse in that relationship. And I saw that then, but I said nothing about it. Obviously, it's not my business. But now everything makes sense as far as my reaction being so like, <gasps> leave it. You and your kids get out. That's the reason why. Yeah, okay? it's been it's been it's tough. I mean, obviously, like uh, whatever's happening on social media aside, just on the show, there are so many moments where it's clear that she's, you know, on the way to do something that's going to be really tough or on a phone call that's going to be really tough and and watching like the scene with her kids like eating the pizza it's, and stuff. So it's just cute. like god it's so she it's a tough journey it's a for tough her. time also like in those kids oh yeah the ages it's just is i know it's so yeah you and know, you're gonna hard. see on this season you know there's a trip to west palm beach and you'll see things evolve and we're 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 questioning. We're questioning Lisa. We're putting her now, you know, on 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 stand and asking her questions because our end goal is for her to be happy and for her to move on from Lenny. And so it's gonna. It's hard. There's a lot of questions that we ask that she may not like, and then it becomes a little combative amongst the group. But we, we're because we love her and we really are friends that mm. we're trying to say, hey, you need to hear this. And and you know, so it gets a little um, dramatic. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> tough when you're when you're with somebody like. In that first moment, like when when in the trip to the Keys last year mm-hmm. was kind of when everything was breaking out. And then you're kind of there for the whole trajectory. Sure, It's tough because it's only human to have thoughts and opinions about yes. how stuff is happening. But not everybody interprets things the same way. So like, right. you know, with her her new relationship that she's in and stuff that's happening on social media, it's like. It's just there's so many like choices that she has to make every day, so and I, I, I mean, I certainly don't envy her being in that position. Right. But yeah, and yeah. and we and we question it. We question her choices. We question her lack of choices, yeah. and and just because we want to get to a, a movement, we want to uh, you know get to a better place for her with her, and it, it just triggers her sometimes. You know, it's I think so. You'll see you'll see all that play out <laughs> on the the next episode coming up. It's it's a lot when we yeah. ride up to uh, Palm Beach. 
Zooming yeah. out a little bit, I'm curious. This is the third season mm-hmm. that y'all have had the exact same cast. Cast, yes. Six housewives, three friends, mm-hmm. everybody really pitching in, I think. But like make... our friends work harder than any. Yes. I mean, to be honest, it, you know, we, we have a very good cast and our friends are friend-like housewives, you know, because they're they're intense, yeah. they're amazing. So it's it's pretty uncommon for a show to have so, so much consistency yes. in the cast. Do you think there's like one sort of special sauce or like one special ingredient that makes the cast really just yeah, so I do. consistently strong? I really think that our perspectives are so different in the way we interpret things. And it's just, it's a cultural based difference that I think that makes our show different from others because, you know, you know, some other places that all live in the same area, they all, you know, grew up maybe similarly and they all have the same maybe type of point of views or, or exposure to the same. So mm. ours is like so different. You have... Brazilian, Cuban, French, Haitian, and it's like in Russian. So when you see, for example, I'm going to give you an example, Julia and Lisa having this debate about being a mother Mm. is what I'll say. And Julia thinks she's right. Lisa thinks she's right. And it's literally a cultural, complete difference. But it creates a 10, probably is going to be such a big scene. And we're just kind of like, okay, she doesn't mean that. No, she doesn't mean that. But they try in their mind. I'm not hurting her feelings. This is what I think. And so that's a perfect example on how cultural differences in our group makes us have these bigger dialogues. And Mm. that's a difference between us, I think, and a lot of maybe other groups of friends. I think that's so spot on. I mean, I think Miami is so, so unique. Yeah. Of all, I mean, not just Housewives shows, not just Bravo, but like every show that you see on, on, you know, scripted, unscripted, it's like the, the real like, mix of yeah. backgrounds and perspectives and heritage and all of that it just is yes and it makes it so much colorful to to watch i mean right. we we live amongst those the rainbows of colors literally i mean <laughs> south beach is like the the mecca for you know the gay you know the gay society and so if, and there are friends and and we're so different and we're accepting of a lot of different things and it's beautiful it's beautiful because there's no judgment in miami i think and that's yeah. where you see just this different side of of life that maybe in some other places you know, it's just kind of like more toned down and more low key. So it's more subdued. Ours is like, ah! and you, you don't even have to say anything to feel it. And that's the energy that Miami has. It's yeah. incredible. When you think about in future seasons, obviously, you know, everything changes eventually. If there's new people on the cast, if there, if people decide to leave, is there anyone in your sphere that you can think of that you're like, dying to bring on the show is that something that you think about i mean listen i i have a whole other life aside from the group that i live with my my other friends who are big philanthropists that run miami like the philanthropy town so i'm always out and about i'm always at a mm-hmm. charity event gala table one gertie and her friends and it's a whole other grade so the thing is that a lot of them are like i don't want to be a housewife <laughs> but can i be a friend of where it's more like so maybe next year you'll see something's popping in and out we never know but i can show you way more of my life than it's being shown right now on TV. Yeah. I got lots of amazing other things happening. Look, it's way better yeah. when it's that way versus the right? other way around where it's like, ah, oh, like, I guess, I don't know, we can do the same thing again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, where were we? <laughs> I, I hated you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, yeah. I'm curious, something that we always think about is like, obviously you have a whole life and career and family and everything before you ever came on yes. reality TV. How do you feel, if at all, like being on Bravo and being on the show has changed you? It's changed my ability to be more transparent and also not giving a f- 
fudge. You know, like uh, before, if you see me season one, it's such a more like protective gurdy of my brand and like, oh my God, what are my clients going to say? So I'm very low key. And now it is what it is. You know my work. I don't have to speak for my work. I could, you know, curse a bitch out in three seconds and still do an amazing party for you, professionally done. Like it does, one has nothing to do with another. It's called personal life. And it's called, you know, professional life. And so now I, I, I think that people understand that and they don't judge you by the last episode when you were crying hysterically or whatever it is. So I'm now understanding that and I actually love it because people can relate. People can relate. So will a client say, hey, Gertie, I want to hire you. You know, my mother had cancer. You're a survivor. I love that. Plus, you do amazing parties. That could be a layer of, of another layer of selling point. So, you know, at yeah. this point in time, is take it or leave it. Take the bottle of wine or don't even drink a glass. <laughs> okay? I love that. We So we have more to look forward to this season, yeah. obviously. How are you going into the rest of the season, watching the episodes? Obviously, there's stuff that you haven't seen yeah and I'm scared. I'm not, at this point i'm scared to see to see what else have I not seen because you'll see it only gets uh quote unquote better <laughs> no no and i'm i'm serious you you I, I thought okay this is it we could move on and then he's like whoa i i'm a forgiving person until i can't forgive no more okay so i'm just letting you know that it's going to be like this, a, a waves, big Miami waves coming and crashing, coming and crashing until the end and taking us to the reunion. And we'll, we'll be there every step of the and, way. And one key word, not one, one word, well, two words, Mexico City. If you love the first five, six episodes, mm -hmm. my friend, the... Mexico City is a whole other, it's the ultimate goal street trip within the, <laughs> the episode. Mark my words. Okay. It's, unbelievable unbelievable yeah i will mark those words i can't wait to see it and gertie it's always such a pleasure to have you here you're the best High baby five. Mm -hmm. we did it always <laughs> thank you and thank you everyone for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and watch real hustlers of miami wednesday nights on bravo baby 9 p.m <laughs> until next time be cool don't be all like uncool Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.